0: Good morning. Ordinarily, uh, ladies go first. But uh, in our marriage of more than 40 years, I've discovered that it works best to have ladies have the last word. (laughs) We are not uh, unmindful of the reasons that we have been invited to San Diego. But I must say, deep down in, we were motivated to come uh, principally by the opportunity to be exposed to young ideas in the hopes that it would be contagious and so we congratulate you and wish you well. As you have heard uh, we were uh, able to utilize a biological system to mature an egg, human egg, outside the body to allow it to be fertilized, to allow it to develop for about 48 hours uh, to the four or sixth L stage, to transfer it uh, to the uterus of the donor, and to have it develop in some instances uh, to a live, healthy child. Why is this important? In the United States, there are perhaps two and one half million couples who when they decided to have a child found that they were unable to do so for some medical reason which is not curable by any other method than the method which I described. There are certain spin-offs from our efforts which Dr. Georgiana will address. Now how is this done? We had uh, planned to give a demonstration, but just as uh, a cord prevented a laser demonstration, so too we forgot our test tube, and we cannot do it. But I can describe it very briefly. It is necessary to obtain an egg from a human ovary at exactly the right moment, just as it is mature. It then must be nurtured. Uh, in vitro in the laboratory until it is ready to be fertilized at which point it is fertilized by the sperm of the husband it is then cultured in the laboratory until it is ready to return as I have already indicated now why were we able to succeed actually for Several medical reasons, I suppose, because we had been in this field uh, for almost uh, 40 years. But there was one special reason why I think we succeeded when we did, and I would like to tell you about that because it's a non-medical reason and it might be labeled the importance of adversity. When we uh, reached the conclusion to proceed with this program, it was necessary to discuss it with various people, and the hospital administrator said, well, according to federal regulations, it will be necessary to obtain what is called a certificate of need. This is a um, um, bureaucratic process which requires a public hearing and therefore we we came uh, in the public eye uh there is a segment of community uh, of the community which uh, is opposed to uh, what we are doing for reasons which to them are quite valid uh we respect this but i must say it was terribly time consuming they marched in front of the hospital with placards Uh, They marched uh, outside of our main hearing, which started at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and didn't finish until uh, 8 o'clock at night. Nevertheless, uh, after due process and several hearings, uh, the certificate of need was granted, and we were able to begin. Now, the news media uh, thrive on controversy. Uh, And uh, they became interested in this program, uh, not so much, I think, because of the impending or possible scientific interest, but because of the controversial nature of it. And this was very time-consuming because there were letters to the editor which needed to be answered. There were telephone calls from reporters, uh, requests to interview patients, uh, how are you doing, when are you going to have your first baby, uh, and so forth. Uh in short uh we worked uh in a fishbowl we were monitored very carefully especially i think because the editorial policy of the local newspaper uh was in agreement with those who were opposed to our particular effort and therefore they encouraged uh, letters uh, to the editor uh and we felt uh, very much uh, under uh, public scrutiny This uh, all took place uh, in the background against uh, the difficulties at the hospital. Things weren't going well. We had difficulty in making the system work. And during 1980 and in early 1981, we had disheartening days and indeed uh, sleepless nights. Uh, It was uh, necessary to completely redesign the aspiration apparatus because the information we had didn't work in our system. We had to reorganize the laboratory and introduce uh, quality control far in excess of what we had anticipated. We had to use uh, water, which was distilled as much as five times. We found that surgical gloves were too toxic to use, and so on and so forth. We had to design the redesign the apparatus for transferring the young conceptus to the, uh, to the woman. However, there were two overriding reasons that we did not stop. First, it had been done twice before in England after 15 years' work, uh, but Steptoe and Edwards had had to retire for age, and it had been done once in Australia after seven years' work. But there was a special reason we needed it to keep on because it would have caused us great distress in public to let down the colleagues who worked with us, the administration of the hospital and the new medical school to to which we had gone, and indeed ourselves. And so when we finally had a success on our 54th try, uh, it was because, I think, of the opposition. And we are grateful to those who were opposed to us because I think it was to them that we owe success. Now, I have told you about some of the details of the accomplishment of this, but I would like Georgiana now to come and tell you about the spin off and something about the rewards.
1: Well, Dr. Howard has told you the nuts and bolts. Uh, my part is the heart and the spirit. The heart of the program uh is our magnificent couples with whom we work. Uh these are people who are Devoted to each other and to their goal of obtaining a new life uh, Which is part of each of those? uh, Which is part in? Parcel of their love of each other The spirit of the program is the knowledge which we are obtaining from this technique You have heard that when we started the programme of in vitro fertilization, we were totally unable to say what the success rate would be. Uh this put a great burden upon us. Now the treatment of any type of infertility is emotionally charged. But this made the treatment of infertility by in vitro fertilisation uniquely so. So here was a program that you had no idea what your success rate would be this meant that those couples were putting their trust and their hopes in us blindly now they understood their probability risks uh, they were willing to accept these probability risks And as a unanimous decision they said almost to a couple that they were willing to accept the risk because they felt that the program would improve their chances for obtaining their goal but would also help other couples who had the same goal and this means that they were interested not only in their own goals, but in the knowledge which we would acquire. We knew, and we know now, that we can offer a hope to one out of every four couples of success. But that means even today that we know that Three out of every four couples will be disappointed. Uh, they still are willing to take this risk. It is their support which sustains us, and it is the accomplishment of this goal, which is a universal goal, uh, which also drives us on. Our former professor, Dr. Talind, said, uh... when he heard us describe this program for the first time why georgiana that is a magnificent program what you will learn about the minutiae of human reproduction is unbelievable why the baby is a byproduct now that of course startled all of us But what we have learned is really incredible This program has opened a window on the microcosmos of the follicle in which the human egg develops. And it tells us a great deal about the communications between the egg, the developing egg, and the granulosa cells in the follicle that surround it, it appears as if, with this fine communication, that the egg may itself be signaling and therefore control its own destiny. That, that's a very exciting thought to a person who has worked with reproductive physiology for a lifetime. The technology which we use may be outmoded or no longer necessary because of other medical discoveries uh, in the next 20 or 30 years. But the knowledge which we are acquiring is forever. Dr. Tolin, therefore, was right. What we are learning is tremendous. But the baby, is no byproduct yeah i'd like to ask the doctors uh, Uh, I'd like to ask uh, one or the other what your what your stand is on abortion.
0: I am. I am pro-choice.
1: As far as the field of embryology, it's often been said that we can recognize the steps in the process but we really can't understand how this process works. Could you explain to me exactly how, through in vitro fertilization, you can actually understand this kind of process? And what exactly have you learned so far about the process of um, fertilization and embryology in specifics?
0: Well, <laughs> the light is not uh, in a condition to allow a complete answer to that program, but we have learned <laughs> a great deal. Uh, well, just let me take one example. Um, as you probably know, there, are, there is only one egg normally. Uh, there are usually 300 million sperm. I've never quite understood why it was necessary to sort of gang up on an egg like that. <laughs> but uh, our experience with uh, in vitro fertilization, I think, gives us some understanding. Uh, because the egg is surrounded by a group of cells called a cumulus which is very sticky and very difficult to penetrate Uh, and it can be dissolved by an enzyme which is carried by the sperm so that each little sperm carries several million molecules of enzyme which helps to dissolve the cumulus so that one sperm finally can get there So it's a sacrificial effort on part of most of the sperm. So for the first time, I began to understand why so many sperm were necessary. Well, that's an example of the sort of things we have learned many, many, many more that time does not permit me to to mention.
1: I have a question and a comment. First, I'd like to say that I think what you're doing is beautiful and that your skills and the babies that are born are gifts from God. And my question is, I was wondering what the average um, length of time is between when a couple comes to you and when they do um, complete a successful pregnancy. What's the average? Is it, I mean, years? or?
0: Well, it depends on how you count it. Uh, actually, uh, the patient must come in her menstrual cycle on the third day of the cycle. Uh, we stimulate the cycle so that we can obtain more than one egg. Uh, she must stay in the program about two weeks after which she returns. And in the case of Linda and Dick, they return to very near San Diego where they happen to live. Uh, and uh, the rest of the procedure takes place as a normal pregnancy.
1: Well, what I meant was um, is it, it's not usually successful in the first try. Is it? I mean,
0: well, uh, chance has no memory. It's just like going to Las Vegas uh... there's this is a great a chance the first time as there is the second as there is the third and the chance in any one uh... time is twenty percent now interestingly enough the chance of getting pregnant in any one normal menstrual cycle among couples who are trying to get pregnant is probably no more than twenty five percent so that we are approaching but have not reached the normal fertility rate in any single trial. Uh
1: I was wondering if your program deals with surrogate parenting or is that a totally separate
0: thing that you're dealing uh, with? I'm sorry, I didn't surrogate get... parents. Oh surrogate parents. Well that's uh, really a completely separate uh situation which does not require in vitro fertilization. I mean you can have surrogate parenthood without our efforts. Uh so uh That really isn't part of what we're dealing with at all. All Right.